thanks for being with us. Bruce Claggett in for Mike Smith. So earlier this week, Global News obtained that letter from Surrey Memorial Hospital's Medical Staff Association, and it highlighted the hospital's perilous conditions. And then there was the other story last week, where Global News reported that doctors at Surrey Memorial were citing substandard conditions and unacceptable care delays to admission, leading to adverse health outcomes in patients. Wow, that's some powerful stuff. And it's caught the attention of the BC Greens with leader Sonia Furstenal saying, and I quote, Health Minister Adrian Dix and the health authority bureaucracies have mismanaged our health care system for far too long, and the public is paying the price. She goes on to say, thanks to the courageous actions of whistleblowers, we know there has been one newborn death and countless near misses at Surrey Memorial Hospital. Minister Dix cannot say that everything is fine, when obviously it's not. It's time for the BC NDP government and health authorities to acknowledge that this is an outright crisis and to take accountability for their mismanagement and dysfunction. The words of BC Green leader Sonia Furstenal. She joins us now. Good morning, Sonia. Good morning, Bruce. Powerful words. Uh, Are you overstating it, or is this really something that we've got to do something about immediately? Well, just listening to the newscast about the latest story out of Surrey Memorial and the nurse whose mother passed away, I think it's not overstating it to say that this is a crisis. And I think really importantly, Bruce, that it is a crisis that impacts people when they need care the very most. So you go to a hospital when you're in dire need of health care and the expectation of a universal healthcare system is that your needs are going to be met. But the reality right now in British Columbia, not just at Surrey Memorial, not just at BC Children's Hospital, but in hospitals around the province, you don't know if your needs are going to be met because you don't know if there is the staff, uh, the nurses and doctors that are going to be there for you when you need them. And so this is really a crisis. And The people who pay are the people who need health care, the people of British Columbia. If it is a crisis, this is what Health Minister Dix said yesterday about the health care crisis being going on for years. If anyone thinks, and Dr. Lee doesn't think differently than this, that we haven't been dealing with a public health emergency for three years, and another one with respect to the overdose public health emergency, they're incorrect. It's we are in a public health emergency, and we have been for a number of years. And that's affected every aspect of health care. And, uh, and it continues to. And the Dr. Lee he's referring to, of course, is CEO of Fraser Health, Victoria Lee. Do you buy it, Sonia? You know, I, I think it's really important for us to connect the dots here between the primary care crisis and what we're seeing in, in acute care, in emergency care right now. So when one in five British Columbians don't have access to primary care or a family doctor. What that means is often a hospital is the only place that they can seek medical care. And it also means that they're not getting that preventative care. They're not getting early diagnoses so that when people are arriving in a hospital, they're often more sick and their disease has progressed far more than it would have 
had they had that family doctor care. So one of the things that I'm really frustrated with this government and this minister is that uh, there are teams of doctors, nurse practitioners, medical professionals who have been trying to create community health centers in communities all over BC. And I hear from them. They have encountered barriers from the health authorities and barriers from the Ministry of Health. So to recognize, yes, uh, the the global conditions have been very severe for healthcare, uh, but here in BC, the the solution to getting people access to primary care, uh, which really is community health centers, and and without all the bureaucracy that comes from UPCCs and and the health authority uh, kind of structure. This government has not acted urgently on that solution, which could have helped to prevent where we are right now. You know, one of the interesting things that I look at is the fact that Surrey is about to grow again. It's at, what, Mm -hmm. half a million people right now. But you've got a SkyTrain line going out to Langley. That means more people are going to be moving into neighborhoods like Clayton Heights, the Willoughby area. And yes, there is a hospital coming online in Cloverdale. But is it going to still provide enough services? Are we lacking planning and foresight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I think if we look at BC Cancer as an example of this, in 2012 there was a report that was presented to the Provincial Health Services Authority from the BC Cancer Agency uh, indicating that uh, they needed to look ahead 10 years to a growing uh, demographic, uh, aging demographic, and uh, to increase pressure on the cancer agency. And in, back then, uh, the PHSA did not take the steps that they needed to take at that time, and now we find ourselves where we are with BC cancer. When it comes to a growing population and an aging population generally, uh, we need to ensure that the infrastructure across the province provides equitable health care to everybody. But more importantly, because there are hospitals that sit right now with entire wings empty because there aren't people to work in those hospitals. It's not just the building. We need the people in the system. I went to the rally with the nurses yesterday and, you know, they appreciate, for example, the notion that we're going to have these nursing ratios, but we can't achieve that if we don't have the actual nurses to do that work. And I think it's really critical to recognize that uh, we have to value the work of nurses and healthcare professionals. We have to value the input and the expertise that they have, that the solutions that they bring are the solutions that are informed by the experts. And this government has to work with, not against healthcare professionals. When you talk about value, what are we missing here working conditions or is it money what is it that uh, we don't yeah. have to attract the best and the brightest it's both so the the thing about community health centers is that it is a team of professionals working together so the uh, the burden isn't just on one doctor to maintain a practice there's a whole team doctor nurse practitioner psychologist social worker uh, everybody working together and that shares that that overarching burden. When it comes to nursing, one of the big problems we have right now is that there are private nurse agencies, for-profit companies, that are paying nurses significantly more per hour than they're being paid in the health system. 
And so nurses are leaving the public health system, going and working for the private agencies. And then when there's a nursing shortage in a hospital, the hospital pays the, the nursing agency a huge amount more than they're paying their own nurses uh, to come in and fill those gaps. So to me, that is an operational problem that needs to be solved. If nurses can go and work for a nursing agency for twice as much, three times as much as they're being paid in the healthcare system, uh, they're going to make decisions that, that make sense financially. And ultimately, the healthcare system pays uh, even more. And so we have to recognize that nurses within hospitals, not only do they need good working conditions, they need to be paid properly. You know, when we talk about some of these concerns, it's a question that comes up and many listeners into shows like this will continue to voice it. What about the private health care system or a complementary private health care system to alleviate some of the stress that's on the public system? Is that something that we might have to entertain or is it a simple matter of underfunding right now and that's causing some of this discussion to raise its head? Yeah, a couple of things on that. You know, the evidence shows that private health care does not uh, deliver better outcomes. And you can look to the system in the United States for that to recognize uh, that health care there is more costly and the outcomes are uh, definitely uh, for people, for the majority of people, the outcomes are not good. What we need to do, and it's not even more money, it's it's better spending. It's recognizing that we have to focus on the outcomes for patients and for people and that all of the funding should go towards ensuring that, that the doctors and nurses and health professionals are doing what they do best, which is provide health care. So we need to have a system that creates the conditions for the professionals to focus on the patients. When we look at Right now in BC, there are hundreds of millions of dollars already going to private companies uh, in healthcare delivery in this province, and it is not helping alleviate this crisis. In fact, as I said with the nursing agencies, it's actually exacerbating and making the crisis worse. So what we need is really clear, really good leadership from the minister and from the government. We need governance to be or- oriented towards patient outcomes and working conditions for healthcare professionals, and that's the health authority level. And we need the doctors and nurses to have whistleblower protection and to be able to work collaboratively with the the health authorities and with the minister and bring the solutions that they know are going to work, bring those forward. It's it's largely uh, recognizing that there is a cultural problem in our healthcare system and we have to fix that problem.